Hey everyone, welcome to Good Yarns. We're so pleased to be here. We are very, very pleased to be here. We're slightly caffeinated. One of us is more caffeinated than the other, and that person is me. Um, so mild, but yeah. Mildly caffeinated, but it's Tuesday morning. It is the last day of November today, so we'll be into into December by the time we launch this. It's crazy. Where's the year going? I don't I don't know how to feel about this. I keep thinking about it. And I think it's really good lead into the um, stress of the season podcast that we're about to, to launch into. But far out. How did we get here? I swear it was like 2019 and we're all fresh faced going, oh, 2020. We're going to have all these like vibe in 20 parties. We're going to dress up like the great Gatsby people. And then suddenly a pandemic hit and it's Tuesday in December, like the Tuesday before December, 2021. And in that time, we created a human. <laughs> so You created an entire human. And there's, a, there's something about that that kind of makes you feel like you go into this kind of tunnel of, ex- this, of experience, um, the, the sleepless nights and stuff. So it kind of feels like waking up from that when the, when the wee one gets a bit older as well. So I just can't believe it's the end of the year. But it's also She's a strange one. I know. It's a strange time in Picton too, being such a normally a bustling, seasonal, summer travelly sort of a town. Yeah. Um, the first summer when we haven't had a shop and then there's just not really the people around to make it feel like summer, even though it's yeah. very hot. Mm, it is getting very, very warm. But, um. I mean, I guess it's a really good thing that we don't have a shop this year. It's probably a, an exceptional call on your behalf. Um, I know we did it primarily because Bebby, um, but, yeah, I think business-wise, having a shop this year probably would have been detrimental. Yeah, I really, um, really, really feel for all those companies that, you know, are a small business but still bigger than us or, you know, have a couple of retail stores. Yeah you know, maybe 10, 15, 20 staff members, it would be really, mm. really hard time. I'm very grateful for where we're at. Yeah, I think people really underestimate how small businesses can be. Like, they can look different from the outside, but really it's like two, three people, maybe four, five. The, the margins are really thin. Like, there's not a lot of buffer. And then suddenly something happens. It's still a small business and it just completely rocks you. Mm. It, um really shows you the importance of flexibility mm, and backup plan <laughs> yeah, well that is flexibility but just like the backup plan of the backup plan and then like yeah creative thinking at a time like this I've seen some pretty impressive pivots but also some people that just haven't been able to do that mm, it's so hard to know where to go you just don't know what what people want and need in this time um I think we just yeah. need we just need some more space, headspace. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's the thing as well is that you're put under this pressure. You've got all of these things to do. You're not really sure which is the right move, but then you've also got a million other things. Like personally, you with Ada, um, you know, I've got another full-time job. Um, so it's <laughs> it's a lot. And this is like, my other job this time of year is our total Super Bowl. Last week was was BFCM, and that's like it. That is the peak of the year. So trying to squeeze everything in is just an interesting, interesting time. And then you have us that boycotts Black Friday. <laughs> that is refreshing. I love this, and I think though more people did that this year though. Yeah, it was cool to see the messaging around that. Yeah, there was a stance definitely, and I think. I was talking about it with someone yesterday. I think it's going to continue and it's going to be even more of a, a move next year. And I I see the – I'm going to make a call and I see the end to Black Friday, as, definitely as we know it. I think that's already gone. But I just think that there's there's a limit and I think people are reaching peak and, you know, the pandemic has, has made people think, uh, well, what's important? And a massive sale season is not it. Maybe in New Zealand, I can't see it disappearing from the States anytime soon. Mm, that'll take a little bit longer, I think. Because think, Thanksgiving drives it as well. Yeah, it's just a crazy time. I feel like the last, well, the last couple of years, especially for you guys in Auckland, 
um, you know, you go into lockdown, you spend more time with the people in your immediate household, you slow down a bit. Well, not you, who works at home all the time. Um, <laughs> and and we, we went back into, into life after the first lockdown and we're like, we're, you know, we're going to hold on to those mm. things. But how we, we, it's very hard to do so. And then you throw them back into life, but then you still need to emotionally and mentally process everything that's going on. I don't think we've really had the time to do that. No. And I, I think, like, I feel like you get, like, slightly emotionally detached from it and then I was thinking this morning I was like actually it has been a bit of a shitty two three years um but like previously to the pandemic my dad wasn't well he's great now but that was the entire year before that so it went dad not being well pandemic pandemic and then you've got all of these other sort of things compounded and you go actually it's fine to think that but I have definitely become detached from it because I'm very like it's fine it's fine but at what point is it fine to not be fine? It's always fine to not be fine, really. Mm. We just need reminded of that sometimes. Yeah. Speaking of which, how are you today, Sarah? <laughs> I'm good today. I just got back from a walk with the dog. I am shimmying into second coffee territory, which is a dangerous space to be in on a Tuesday morning. Um, I don't really, yeah, I don't really need it, but I'm just, I'm, I want it. And I'm like, look, at this point, she gets what she wants. So, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. As I said, last week was a hectic one, so I am excited to just settle in. We've got some super cool stuff for Paper Rain coming up that I am buzzing about. Um, so, yeah, I'm really good today. I think I, I've been trying to do yoga during the week, so I haven't done that yet today. Um, but I'll kick in with that. I've been doing yoga with – is it Adrienne? I think I, I just say Adrienne. Adrian, I don't know. I love her though. She's kind of weird and she's got a dog. So I just really vibe with her. Um, but yeah, how are you? Well, I was also planning on talking about Adrian in this podcast. I think Were you? anyone that doesn't know yoga with Adrian, free on YouTube, highly recommended. Yes. He does a like 30 day, like start to the year, one class every day. I'm going to try and do that. I need it in my life. Yeah. I've been feeling so much better. And like I had a, I fell off a horse about, ooh. 15 years ago now and almost broke my neck so I've got kind of like I sit at a desk a long a lot of the day you know if you got a couple of jobs it, it takes <laughs> takes a lot out of your day so my like my shoulders and my back and my neck are all very you know a sensitive spot so I need to keep doing good things because I will be in a much worse shape when I'm older so yeah I'm trying to kind of settle into a routine it really creates space in your day. I um, I used to, well, I still do. I see yoga as like a shower for my brain. That's mm. how I describe it's, it. It's like, you know, that feeling when you walk into a forest or something and it's that cold air breath and it's just that kind of big lung fill and okay. you just feel better. You really do. Yeah. I think that's a vibe and it's, it's it happens with yoga. But, um, yeah, anyway, how are you feeling? How's, how's little, a little toothy friend who is? <laughs> so Ada is growing four teeth at once. Um, I don't think it's a very fun time for her. I don't know if, if you've had you know, teeth removed or your wisdom teeth mm-hmm. removed or toothache. Anything to do with teeth is really painful, I feel, for the poor little one. And it really goes through, like, your head. Like, you get headaches and you're all over the show. Yeah. And as Adam one rationalize that. But um, it must be confusing to have pain and not know how to communicate yeah. it. Well, she um, does communicate it because she bites you. Yes, this is true. I am a teething toy. Not stoked <laughs> about that. <laughs> She's exceptionally cute, though. So, you know, it's hard to sort of be like, oh, you tiny little devil. This is true. She's um, learned how to crawl up steps yesterday. <gasps> Did she? I'm missing she started, so much. She started nodding and shaking her head and dancing, which is really cute. Oh, stop it. So I've got waving. So when I turn up on a Zoom call, because I am up in Auckland um, for the last couple of months while I refit and reno a caravan, but that's an entire other podcast probably. Um, so when I pop up on Zoom or something, she's just before I even speak now, she was waving at me the other day, but she can't quite wave. She does like this figure of eight with her hand and it's just an absolute delight it really is so yeah I guess 
life for me at the moment it's wills is quite busy with production we've got a couple of new t-shirt releases happening so there's lots of screen printing trying to talk we wills spent all winter renovating our garage um to as an office it's where i'm sitting just now it's got all of our stock in it it's beautiful but it does mean we're a wee bit behind in production so wills is working six or seven days a week um so for me that looks like being a full-time mum most of the time and then trying to squeeze in work quite late at night so so two jobs full-on time yeah um yeah I don't know what else is going on I mean that's quite a lot um but for context um Wills was refitting the garage because we have a Wills's lovely lovely parents have a workshop on their cherry farm where we do a lot of the production but it was quite hard because it was what is it half an hour away from you 20 minutes it's only 20 minutes or so but bundling a baby in the car every day to do dispatch was yeah. challenging mm-hmm. so it's like he's refit the garage in like beautiful pine it's kind of like exactly what you'd expect it's like all beautiful wood and plants and the organization is off the chain um and so that's where the stock is being held now so that when we ship out it's not a big big hectic move over to the cherry farm to kind of do dispatch mm. Um, it's also a great place to store all the plants that we don't want Ada to get into in the house. Yeah, because she's crawling. Um, but also, like, if you think about it, and, and this is what happened when I've been working from home for two and a half years, so I was doing it before it was cool with the pandemic, um, and I save 13 hours a week not travelling. But also, if you think about how many trips you'd take to the workshop, because um, obviously Wilson still has to go there, but then you'd both be going over at different times. Yeah. You must save a ton of time. And fuel. Yeah. Important. It it's is. sustainable. I just really would like an electric car one day. That would be amazing. But we had a leaf at the at the vineyard that I worked at and it could last like 30K in the end of it and you could barely make it down to the shops. Keeping it local. <laughs> yeah. So like you had a limit and if you were out there and you got stuck, that was it. There was no getting out. So hopefully the technology has improved drastically in the last five years (laughs) so life for you right now looks like a lot of work and you're sort of easing out lockdown-ish yeah we'll see how that goes um on the third of december things change for us i think that's when we're moving into the the traffic light system what that looks like i'm not sure but um yeah so to be honest again i'm slightly desensitized i look on the day because things change so quickly. So I've, I've stopped kind of, and that's sort of sad. I've stopped kind of making a lot of plans because it's too, it's too hard basket. Yeah. And then things can be canceled <clears throat> any minute. Mm-hmm. We have a 30th here this weekend. Um, and then all the water it's out the sounds and all the water taxis have just told my pal that um, they won't be operating in the loft in the level two. Is it level yeah. three? Uh, oh no, you're orange. Yeah, um, they won't be operating using the traffic light system apparently. So uh, they cancelled all of the bookings. <laughs> oh no. Um, yeah, she's managed yeah. to find an, another company to do it, but there's a lot of things um, falling through last minute. There's just mm. sort of big decisions for companies to make, and yeah, it must be so disappointing as well because the the support for staff, like companies with staff now with the government, it, it it's not possible to just continue it for so long it would just cost too much money but then there's obviously people who don't have jobs and are in a really really tight spot and there must be especially for small businesses where you're so close to your staff not being able to support them in the way you want to yeah yeah it could be very upsetting it's a really tough one and on top I mean, of that we have Christmas I know so we've done we've, we've got our way through Black Friday um, and now we're heading into the Christmas season. So what, what do you reckon? How are you feeling? What, what are you looking forward to? What are you dreading? Mm, on a work front, <laughs> it's quite a different time just having an online store. And there's positives mm. and negatives to that. Um, I am enjoying not going and not working in the shop, but it was quite nice popping in and, um, you know, having chats with customers and things that we don't yeah. do so often anymore. 
Um, but I feel a lot more excited about Christmas itself, having a child. Um, I guess I just, I love tradition. Uh, we really like watching Klaus, that cartoon on Netflix, highly recommend. Um, I have not seen that, I need oh, to. It's so cute, on Christmas Eve every year. <laughs> and, <laughs> okay. Um, Will's sister has a wee, wee boy called Theo and he's just a few months younger than Ada and it'll just yeah. be the two of them at the grandparents with us. Also very, very cute little dude. Last time I saw him, he was hurling a nectarine stone onto the floor of a supermarket in a very, really? very adorable way. Yeah. I saw him. I saw, I saw, I saw them out at the supermarket. He's so cute, man. Do you mean Leo? He's just, oh, is it Theo, not Leo? Well, yeah, I'm meaning Leo. Leo is my brother's son. Oh, okay. Yeah. Theo is Will's sister's son. He's only, uh, he's six months old now. I thought that um, Leo was older than Ada. Yeah. So when you said younger, I was like, is he? <laughs> Different kid. Um, we spend Christmas. Well, Leo is a cutie, so. He is. Um, so my side of the family doesn't celebrate Christmas. Or we do some, like a winter solstice and a summer solstice. But growing yeah. up in Scotland, you know, European Christmas is so different different childhood traditions and it's cold and I remember making snowmen when it did snow and um so we just do solstices in my family which means that I can spend Christmas entirely with Will's family I know I'm sewing a stocking I feel more festive than usual and immediately less stressed oh that's good that's really really good because I mean last year we didn't have Ada at this time so it would have been like you anticipating having to birth a baby and the store and a business and all of the things. Yeah, it was a very different time last year, um, being heavily pregnant, but also not stressful. I think I had to try and de-stress quite a lot um, to prepare myself for motherhood. But <laughs> I guess what stresses me at the moment is when I'm being a full-time mum and just sort of not being able to get other things done and sort of thinking about the stack of work that's piling up that I have to do, you know, after Ada's in bed, I find that a little bit stressful. Yeah, I feel like you you take on a lot of having not done something when you've actually achieved a lot. I guess it's sort of wrapped up in my sense of identity in some way. Mm. It's not a great thing working on that. (laughs) aren't we all (laughs) how are you feeling about this season um yeah I mean I am not a big like I don't look forward to Christmas per se I look forward to a new year but I think that like I my family we're all older we don't have any like kids yet um I'm the youngest and I'm 30 so we are very close though so the, the best thing about Christmas is that we hang out and we don't we haven't done gifts like proper gifts in a really long time I actually don't remember the last time we were like oh what do we actually want for Christmas because we have everything we don't need the things so we do like like this year we all love a mug like there is just we drink a lot of tea my parents are English I was born in Ireland we drink a lot of tea I obviously drink a lot of coffee I'm currently drinking it out of my supreme mugs not drugs um mug which makes me exceedingly happy so we're doing a mug Christmas and then we're also will we get one person name out of a hat and we buy them a mug I have clocked it for my mother this year I will not say because she may listen to this um <laughs> and then we're also doing sock miss because <laughs> we love socks like these are the two things that you cannot have enough of mugs and socks and we use them all of the time. Mm-hmm. So um, we, what's the thing where you steal it? It's like you you all put the presents and people open them in order and then you can steal the thing. I don't know. We're doing I've been that. This recently, apparently it makes for a fun, a funny time. I'd like it, to try it. Do you know how, how does it work? Like are there I any number of times that you can steal and, you know, how far is too far in terms of fighting for what you want? I really don't know. And I feel like we're going to Google it on the day after a couple of wines. So, <laughs> so that, that's my Christmas. Like it, last year, mum and dad came down to Blenheim. So it was just us three because my brothers every second year go to their partners. 
Um, and then, then we have a big starkey, starkey Christmas with their partners at ours every second year. So it's, um, there's seven of us. There's going to be like nice food we've ordered locally. We're trying to do the support, the local producers. So we've got our lovely local butcher, um, reserving us some stuff and yeah. So it's really like a big food and family time. It's not necessarily about buying things, which Mm. is good. Sarah, I do need to clarify for our audience. Starkey is Sarah's last name. She doesn't mean they'll all be naked. Oh, yeah. That's my, <laughs> I have a strange last name. I, don't, I never realise it's strange and then someone's like, what is that? And I was like, well, I don't know. Apparently it's something to do with brickies. And, but, but, I yeah. just love that your dad was a... Um, <laughs> so my dad's first Starkey. name was Mark as well, <laughs> so it was actually Marky Starkey the Sparky. Oh, so good. So good. I could have branded that. Why doesn't he still do it anyway? I don't know. But I guess we, we might as well get stuck into the gifting culture piece of the podcast. Yeah. I think it has changed a lot. I think I think younger families get stuck into the gifting culture because kids do, if you know what I mean. Like well, kids I don't... do because the adults do, let's be fair. Yeah, I mean, I do know some families who still do it to this day. And I'm like, Ugh. I mean, look, it eats to their own. But at the same time, I'm like, do you really need random stuff that other people buy you? Because it's never the right thing. (laughs) We do tend to buy ourselves the things that we want these days when we can. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's just it. It's like you, if you need something, you go and get it a lot. Well, in in a lot of senses, because right now, I guess it's, I don't know. I don't, I don't really know many people who are doing the full, do this, like still to this day, do the full Christmas shebang. Wills' family still buy gifts. Um, Wills' mum tends to get us vouchers from the local tree nursery. Oh, nice. Always a big hit. Um, yeah. We are trying to make like a, a permaculture property out of our kind of standard-sized section. Um, so we are try- we're trying to get a lot more native plants in there as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As wind it's looking good though, I have to say. They've got this beautiful tiered garden system that just like – Whenever I turn up, Indigo's like, oh, it's looking wild. And I'm like, it looks epic. <laughs> this is what it's meant to look like. When we moved in, it was sort of uh, ornamental ferns and bark. And we went pretty wild um, before we had Ada and planted all these veggie gardens and sunflowers and heaps of kale and um, more so. But the best, <laughs> the best thing is, is you turn up and you either one of you will be like, do you want some vegetables? it's like I never come back from your house empty-handed it's either veggies or some form of other food item food is my love language my dear same actually great great Christmas present option I love making food for people yeah I mean how it is it's a good way to break that cycle like if you're in a family who does a ton of presents and you're like oh I don't really want to you could just start making some things um for instance like the food thing, amazing. You can go and, and, and grab a bunch of things. It's much cheaper as well. We've done this when, like, particularly at times when we're spending a lot of money. Say my brother bought a house um, that year. We did, like, just one person um, each and we made gifts. And that was, like, a way to reduce costs but also just a really nice way to kind of put more effort into it. It's more special for sure. I love yeah. the idea of making things. Um I love making things and I haven't been on the pottery wheel for a long time, but time is a problem for a lot of us. Um, Yeah. So I have found that before Christmas, there is always at least a couple of small boxes that come from good for store because there's so many things on there that, you know, chocolate coated hazelnuts or the cookie mix jars. Mm. Yes. The gingerbread cookie jars. Oh my god! Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some very affordable treats that mm-hmm. people may not buy themselves. And, and the thing is, is you eat the cookies, and then you have a sick jar. Which, for someone who likes to bulk buy, that is my absolute dream. That's an ideal situation. And a very cute little man cookie cutter. Yes. Who doesn't need that? <laughs> Probably most people. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm excited about it. Um, so food is just great. Sometimes just a potluck is all it needs, but I know mm-hmm. there is a little bit of magic with a stocking. We always have 
mandarins and pistachios. What's with a mandarin? My mum, whenever she did stockings, it was always like topped off with a mandarin and a chapstick. I love the chapstick idea. I know. It was always like those silly little coins, the chocolate ones. Oh, yeah, we had those too. Classic. Sarah. Yeah, I think we had very similar childhoods because we have um, European parents. Yeah. I mean, I honestly, in Scotland – we used to, at primary school, just before Christmas, we would sing Christmas hymns, I think, or carols. Um, yeah. And there, it would be candlelit, and the whole community would be there. It was a very small community, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like 70 people. Uh, but there, Santa would come and hand out a gift to every child, and we would also eat mandarin. So every time I eat a mandarin, I'm reminded of Christmas. And when you think, yeah. of, you know, Northern Hemisphere – we didn't get that kind of fruit. Like the idea that a lemon grows on a tree and, you know, you can grow oranges in your backyard. Oh, my God. Super tropical. That's Still why to this day, is a, it amazes me that you can just walk outside and get a citrus fruit. Like I just, I remember coming over and I had no idea how vegetables or fruit or veggie were, were grown because you just don't see it. And then there was a chili plant in our first house and I was just fascinated by it. I guess in our upbringing is a slightly different in the sense that mum and grad, dad did grow a lot where we grew up. But those things, an avocado, a pineapple, a mango, like that is magical, <laughs> luxurious fruit. <laughs> yeah, I grew up slightly differently in that respect. We were the classic like meat and three veg, but the veg was like, you know, those, the frozen, um, it was always potato because that was basically the basis of my diet and is still the basis of my diet. But um, those little frozen trio of like, is it pea, corn, and carrot? But the corn, the the carrots, were cut up into the little squares. Okay, we really differ in this then. <laughs> we didn't even have a fridge. <laughs> wow, what? That's kind of cool. washing machine was all off grid. I can't believe my mother had four children and washed cloth nappies without. Yeah. We're so privileged now. Your mum is a superstar, though. It really is. Still living off grid, still growing tail. Yeah, and she is an epic knitter. She is. Ada has a wonderful winter wardrobe of knitting, thanks to both grandmothers, actually. Yeah, she looks very styly. I wish I had half of it, most of her clothes, to be fair, in adult side. Me too. Me too. (laughs) Sorry, I'm just having a look at the Good For site to see what I can get my um, friends for Christmas. And there's a classic honey jar but the honey on the label is split into two so it says honey and it just got me (laughs) um i love their chocolate spheres they have like sugar-free spheres um and inca inca berries have you had an inca berry uh no i have not that sounds wild though i think they're peruvian they're quite sweet and sour oh yummy i'm very into that um yeah, these all look amazing. I need to stop looking at it because I'm getting hungry. But that is fine. We always get hungry when we chat about food. We do. I'm just always mm. hungry. Um, so Christmas gifting. Mm. We've got the secret Santa idea. What about experiences? If you do want to buy some something for someone, you could, you know, send them down to the, I don't know, here in Marlborough we've got, lots of conservation areas we've got kaipupu sanctuary uh, which is a wee boat trip um there's lots of kiwis on there at the moment yeah um lochmara lodge you know going somewhere i do like lochmara there's llamas oh i love llamas i know yeah experiences are really really good i mean the best my favorite present i think i've ever gotten is one year my brother and his partner gave me a picnic blanket, which I still have. It's awesome. It's shaped in the shape of a teddy bear. But they just said, look, we'll pick you up at Saturday at 11. And I was like, what? And they took me out west and we went on like a bit of a hike and had this big picnic with all this gorgeous food. And I was like, this is what I want. That does sound like my favorite kind of a gift. It was beautiful. And it, it, yes, you can pay for the experience, but I mean, that was a pretty, pretty cost-effective, I would say, um, approach to gifting as well. So it was kind of like a win-win and it's still like I've got some pretty epic gifts, but that's one of my favorites. I mean, is not 
time spent actually the gift, the biggest gift with people that you care about? Isn't that what yeah. kids care about? I mean, that you can put whatever under the Christmas tree, but is it not the watching the Christmas movie together and hanging the decorations on the tree or spending time on the beach with your family? Is that not yeah. what they really want? I think there's a lot of guilt when parents can't afford a lot of gifts as well. And it's like your kid just really wants you. So, you know. Yes, maybe you feel guilty because it must be really hard if you can't buy X, Y, Z for your children and everyone else's yeah. kid is getting it. But at the end of the day, if you really want it, you know, if you want your kid to be set up, they just need more time with you. Yeah, that's very true. It's very hard when, well, I don't have um, school-aged kids yet, but I can imagine mm-hmm. the comparative culture is pretty difficult. Yeah, definitely. But also then when you're time poor because you work so much, you must feel guilty as well. Like there is there anything like there's joy, but there's also a ton of guilt in being a parent, probably. A lot of parental guilt. Well, we can we can mitigate that. Yeah. I don't know. We can try. Time spent <laughs> making things together, even if it's yeah. just, you know, cooking the Christmas food. <sighs> um, I love the idea. I was reading um, ethically Kate's blog the other day. Oh, I do How like do ethically Kate. She's fantastic, big fan. But she did a blog about Christmas, and she was talking about service. And I think, man, the, what I would most love would be for someone to be like, "Here is a voucher for me to come and fold all your laundry," because yes. there's a lot of that. I have no issue putting it in the washing machine, hanging it out to dry. I but know. I just like. It stays there for half a week before it gets folded. It, I well, yeah, I just use it from the basket then, and then it's just this terrible, terrible like cycle of wearing it from one basket and putting it in the dirty laundry basket. <laughs> well, you maybe that's just efficiency. Depends on how you Um, I have dropped hints to Will's that he could just fill my stockings with massage vouchers. Yes. So is a massage therapist but yeah this i'm still i'm still impressed by that man honestly his level of skills he's a great cook too yes (laughs) um if you had a service voucher what would it be for oh um well i actually asked um i didn't want much i recently turned 30 um and I didn't really want anything. My parents got me some new hiking boots, which I needed and I really wanted. And um, we have some plans for the new year, don't we, Indigo? We do. So they will get some great use and they already, I take them on dog walks to break them in. But um, what I asked for really from my brothers was um, help doing up my caravan. So that's what I'm getting right now, which is great. So we've got a wide range of skills in my family. One brother's an industrial designer. Another one is really great. He's a he trained as a creative technologist so he's and he's a musician so I'm like can you please look at the solar power and can you help me with the sound system choices and stuff that I just want to outsource <laughs> and then my sister-in-law is like she's uh she's done some training as an interior designer and she's just really she's got beautiful kind of style and and makes some really beautiful choices and and loves a good ethical fabric so like I was just like can you please all just help me. And then my other sister-in-law keeps my brother in line. That is her main job. <laughs> so everyone has a place and it's just like that. That's my ideal. I think right now I just need help doing this thing. That sounds like such a special gift that is going to give you so many years of joy. Yes. Well, I am dangling the carrot of, I will pay them in beer and um, a timeshare of said caravan. Uh, yes, there's good incentives. <laughs> Important, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but like how, uh, I mean, I know I talked about my most memorable probably birthday present, but just gifting in general. Do you have a most memorable Christmas present? I do, actually. Um, it was from many years ago. I think I was probably 14. Um, my brother Finn is a very good gift giver he's very unique in his tastes and he has a he used to wrap every single present in tinfoil <laughs> so it wasn't you know a square box per se in fact you could probably guess what this present was if you had seen it wrapped skin tight <laughs> it was a giant ceramic toucan what 
That is not (laughs) what I was expecting. That is amazing. Um, So I had that for years, but it was just, you know, a really good laugh. I love that. It's just sometimes you just need something that you didn't expect. Yeah. And and a good laugh and something that, you know, brightens up the day. I can't say that I would put that in my house now, but um, at the time it was was very memorable. (laughs) Yeah. Those things as kids, you're just like, this is sick. Especially when it's like someone you think is really cool who gives it to you. Yeah, he is very cool. Very (laughs) well-traveled. Lives off the grid in a house truck and a yurt kind of father. That's that's pretty cool. He's also a chef, isn't he? Yep. He makes delicious food. Yeah. It's important to have these people in your life. It is. I guess, you know, the personality is the most important thing, but if they can whip up a delicious (laughs) meal out of a camp kitchen. Yeah. Important. (laughs) He also provided me with my Christmas tree from the property last year. So, you know, I had it. Her name was Bertha. She lived a good life and then she she went back to the earth. We are getting owls next weekend. Yeah. It's nice because it's like I know where it came from and, you know, she she wasn't your, like, average shape, but she was beautiful. Yeah, you've got to take all the trees as they come. I mean, I still don't know how I feel about cutting down a tree, but it is. Well, they were clearing them off the property anyway. The the reason we got them was because they were clearing space. So it was was like, okay, we're not taking them because for the sake of taking them. I think they're still a hell of a lot better than a plastic tree, but a lot of people are allergic to the trees. They do make a lot of money. They've got cats. I mean, I love a good pot plant Christmas tree. Yeah, we used to have an olive tree at my parents that they would just um, dress up for Christmas, which I thought was Oh, that's nice. I also love putting an amberjack pine tree candle in my house around Christmas. Yes, I love, honestly, my friend Jessie has um, some amberjack in her bathroom and I swear to God, I just sometimes go in there because it just smells good. I think it's the whiskey one or the bourbon. we have sold out of that I love it so much but yes the pine is also like it's that yeah it's Christmassy but it's also super fresh I quite like the frankincense too yeah I like I mean is the one we don't like the orange one is also a set love that one I'm not a super fan of anything that is overly sweet in a candle but some people love that Mm, yeah I think that there can be too much I accidentally put a um I tried to make a wee air freshener for my car and I've overdone the sweetness on it. And it's just, I need to take it out because it's really ruining my day. Whenever I go with it. Mel has such a huge influence on feeling, doesn't it? Yeah, hundred percent. It's like, it's a whole memory system. It's like for me, like, and probably for you, music as well. Yeah. It's music like you remember certain things because of music. You think of certain things because of smell. And it's probably why, like, we're a little conflicted because our smell of Christmas when we were younger and we were in Europe is very different to what it is now. Mm. Like jasmine. Mm. That is, like, my signal that Christmas is coming in New Zealand. And Daphne. Daphne? No, I'm totally wrong. That's not remotely what I was trying to say. Daphne is a winter one. Um, Christmas lilies. I don't think I've smelled a Christmas lily. Oh, maybe oh. I have. I think I got one at the Marlborough Farmers Market last year. Sounds about right. There's a couple that s- sell lilies because, and they're the most gorgeous people. I'd go every week, and um, they and you could buy them for like a dollar a stem, um, and or even less probably. And every time that the, I'd have this chat with the older gentleman. And he would tell me to not let my cats near it because it can kill cats. And he just had this impression of me that I think he thought I owned a troop of cats or something. I can see why. (laughs) (laughs) I have one dog and she's got an attitude problem. I do not have cats. Um, But yeah, he just, I think he just made this big assumption about the single girl buying lilies every week owned cats and my lilies might kill them and I'd be sad. Crack up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so if people are out there looking to buy and purchase gifts that don't have time to make mm-hmm. stuff or provide services yeah what what little things would you recommend that wouldn't be over the top maybe you go below 30 bucks i mean look i love a sock i've i've, I've already spoken about my love of socks and mugs a, and i think a sock 
How much good would a socks do you? <laughs> well, look, I love socks, plural. I would, yeah. So, I mean, I, I think that, like we said, good for stores are good even for food. Like, we've got some beauty little merino socks from Nisa. I love her, like, um, if there's some form of, um, like, if you hit up your local farmer's market, there's always those producers of, like, soaps and things, and you're supporting a local business, and it's just dreamy. Um, oh, also, like, you know, Boomtown, um, the, not the lager, Boom, the, the beautiful thing about Blenheim, also being called Boom is there are a couple of brands that start with Boom but um, there's a a company that does like hot sauces and chili rubs and stuff mm. um, locally in Blenheim called Boom and I, I'm i such a fan um, of those too what are you what would you what would you recommend mm, well yeah I do love the farmer's market uh, there's a fantastic local artisan shop here in Picton and I'm sure that most towns would have shops that represent local artisans um there's some beautiful beautiful ceramics there yes there are I know the one you're talking about and they're they're like you can get like a well a beautifully made handmade local mug for 20 bucks they they are very affordable for how you know I did a couple of pottery classes last year and Mm -hmm. it's it's hard it's a lot of work um so considering the amount of work put in I find them very affordable um pottery yeah, you can find her on Instagram. Um, Unknown Ceramics. I'm a big fan of her work. I think she's up in Auckland. I have a, one of her coffee cups sitting next to me. Um, yeah, I mean, as a brand, we do tend to stock the things that we most love. Mm-hmm. Um, Nisa is always a great stocking stuffer. Yeah. You know, those, those socks are, you know, 29 mm-hmm. bucks, New Zealand made. There's the undies. Everyone needs undies. Yeah. We've got I mean, also the aforementioned Amberjack. We do, the candles. Um, in terms of the soap that you mentioned, um, we stock a brand of soap that is from a small maker in Mochueca. She's actually um, one of my high school besties, Alyssa. Mm-hmm. She has a company called Favoured. Um, she makes like bath salts and candles and little gift packs, mm-hmm. beautifully branded and decorated. We only have the soaps on our website, but they... I've always made the shop and now the storage room smell fantastic. There's peppermint and charcoal, cedarwood and chai. Sorry, two separate ones. Cedarwood, chai and tea tree and lemon. They're delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are nine bucks each. And then we also have Tahi Skincare. And they kind of have these 50 ml bottles as well as 100 mils, but the 50 mils yeah. are just over 30 they are made from organic almond oil and they use a lot of New Zealand varietals, which I just, yeah, I, I use those every day. Um, and if we're thinking yeah. of the $30 price cap, the outlet does also have some really good things at the moment for 30 in terms of t-shirts. That's true. Tote bags. Yes. Totes also. I actually, with totes, um, great way to wrap a present. Um I think I really like the idea of giving something in some, like giving something to someone in something that they can then use. Yeah, instead of um, ripping it off and yeah, so, and one of those sticklers that will unwrap presents very carefully and cut off the sellotape and then reuse. <laughs> reuse well, right. I'm actually I've been planning to do this for the last month, so whether it gets done or not is the question. But um, for the little gifts we do get each other. Um, I have been thinking about making little linen bags that I embroider specifically for everyone. So they have like maybe two or three different sizes that we just use every year for different gifts. And it can be Christmas, it can be, you know, birthdays, but like they have their little like present sacks and they're only like A4 sized or, you know, even smaller for my sister-in-law, a little ring box size. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We're dropping Uh We're dropping hints as a team, but like <laughs> embroidering them so they're a little bit special, put some native flowers on there, and then that's it. And we have them forever. That is such a special thing to do. Yeah. Uh, around your 60 hours of work. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it, like, it's a good way to, to, I love, I have to do things with my hands, I think, to relax. So it's a good way to do that. Um, I agree. I am trying to make stockings at the moment from linen as well, but I'm only trying to make nice. three. But maybe those would be good gifts. Yeah, those are excellent gifts. 
I think I love the idea of having something that you, you have for a really long time and treasure like that. And for kids, that's really special because the memories come with it. And speaking of kids, books, you can't really go wrong with books. Yeah, books are great because, again, you treasure them as you get older because you go back and you're like, this is just a comforting read. Yeah, I, I'm so stoked about bringing out all my childhood books and reading them to Ada at the moment. <laughs> oh, you get to relive it. I love that. But also we have some good, goody little books that we've just added to the store too. This is true. We have the Tumeki Tui and Tumeki Tui Tuatara series. Um, illustrated by Phlox, really beautiful. The colours are just great. Ada's only 10 months old, but she just loves the illustrations. Yeah, Phlox is a master at adding colour. She's just, yeah. Um, she's a local artist who is known for her beautiful stencil style. It's quite unique to have a kid's book that is fully illustrated using spray paint. <laughs> yeah. <I'm> cool. <laughs> Super cool. So um, speaking of overwhelm, we've hit the stuff. We feel like most of our listeners will probably be, you know, not the type of people that will put a million things under the tree. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of thought that goes into Christmas, but it can be really overwhelming. What do you do to keep yourself grounded at this crazy time of year? Well, I think we've... <laughs> covered many topics today but like I need to do things with my hands I need to do things with my body so I need to um you know yoga walking the dog I've started just to kind of protect my space in the morning I, I've started to instead of trying to fit a dog walk in later in the day I go in the morning and I go you know this morning I went um I woke up net, like at six uh, I don't know why I keep doing this to myself but I do got the dog out went for a walk and then by the time that we meet at, at eight I'm like all right I'm ready for the day and I think it's important to kind of keep space for yourself to do the physical things regardless of how you know I, I recognize that I can't get out for a run at the moment because I need that energy later in the day so a walk's a good balance um but yeah I think also I'm trying to cut the guilt like if I cannot do something I genuinely cannot and it's not you know, I'm trying my best here and that's all I need. So, yeah. What about you? Definitely the getting outside. Um, I would really love to get my yoga practice and meditation practice back because it's mm -hmm. been pretty non-existent this year. But I feel walking is one of the things I can do with Ada. In fact, it puts her to sleep if I pop her in the backpack. Um, so I get a good hour, hour and a half walk. Yeah. Most yeah. of it's during her nap. Um, usually I listen to potties or audiobooks during that time or sometimes just listen to the silence <laughs> um that really really keeps me grounded and making sure I get the balance right of spending time at home just you know Will Zader and I or and socializing because I like making a lot of plans and although I love seeing people I am at heart an introvert and I really need that yeah. large space um, mm. And I forget that sometimes and then I get very overwhelmed. Yeah, I think especially as the world opens back up and everyone's like, yeah, let's make plans and let's make more plans. And you get through the plans and you're like, oh, my gosh, I need to sit down and I need everyone to leave me alone for three days. Just don't talk to me. Yeah, this is why we work at home alone, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> We're so similar and, like, we need recharge time. But we do really enjoy company. But it's you just, I don't know. I like to retreat a little bit. I guess it's about creating boundaries as well um, with your space and time, you know, spending spending time with people that you can fill each other up rather than people that are taking your energy. Yeah. And I guess being selective about what you're doing. Sometimes it's nice to go for a walk with people instead of catching up, you know, in a cafe. Yeah, or meet for a picnic in nature. I find those things less overwhelming. Yeah, definitely. I think it's it's trying to like combine something you would do to to relax yourself by yourself, and then introduce some people in there, and you find a good middle ground. Max one or two people. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> you know we're not here to go on group walks. <laughs> we are utterly um, proving the fact that your comment about partying like the Gadsby's was a uh, 
not exactly accurate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I just want to sit in a cabin playing Bananagrams, actually. Oh, my God. I love yeah, Bananagrams. I do. <laughs> oh. That's a good Christmas gift. Games, double Bananagrams. Like, get amongst those because they're the ones that come out again and again and again. And just a good old pack of cards. I really need yes. to expand my repertoire of card games. So if anyone has any suggestions... Have you played Oh Hell? No. Teach me your ways. It is wildly complicated, gets very competitive, is funny as. But, um, yeah, one of my best friend's husband's family um, in Taranaki, we go to midwinter Christmas every year, and the card game Oh Hell comes out. And, boy, does it get competitive. But it's a lot of fun. It took me, like, two two years to get my head around it because you only play it midwinter. Um, but now I'm in there um, and I'm, you know, I'm ready to win. <laughs> well, someone's a little bit competitive. It comes out sometimes. Um, so for, for the listeners, if you guys have any ideas for Christmas gifting or a fun thing that you do at Christmas traditions, do let us know. Um, yeah. We'll be sharing this on the socials. Please it's, comment. Get amongst yeah. it. If let you want us to know. Share- an episode on anything in particular or if you want to hear from a particular guest please let us know and uh, thanks for bearing with us until the, until the end of our Christmas rambles <laughs> I do love a rambly chat um, but yeah we, we would love to know it's so nice hearing about everyone else's traditions and um, what they're excited about so please do let us know and we're super excited to um, our next, I think it's our next podcast is going to be a particularly exciting one. It has to do with our aforementioned t-shirt launch. Um, so definitely, yeah, tune into that too. Please do. And we hope that you find some mental space and mm. some freedom from the overwhelm, both with stuff and all the emotional stuff that comes with yeah. this time of year. And just take a minute for yourself if you can. It really makes mm-hmm. a difference. Get rid of that Christmas guilt. We don't need that on top of our pile of yeah. mental load, I have to say. Exactly. All right. Well, we will speak to you, with you, before then. But um, wishing you a very Merry Christmas and festive season of spending time with those you love i hope i really do feel for those people that are stuck away from their family yeah but we can be yours come and chat to us we're more than happy um to to be people's communities too so all right team all right have a great day we'll catch you next time